0: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: From the sky we look so organized and brave. So and brave. Low budget, live, in the heat, I saw you from not the so dirt. live. Thursday, October twenty fifth. A, a little Jason Isbel from tell his new record,
2: you live in the heat,
1: I from the saw Rhyming. Perfect segue to talk a little bit about this weekend. My wife is, uh, my wife and I, she bought me tickets to go see Mr. Isbell at the Ryman this weekend. So if you don't listen to Jason Isbell, which I've been listening to Jason Isbell for a very, very long time, since back in the drive-by trucker days, and then the early solo stuff, and now the Jason Isbell in the 400 unit days. And uh, proud of that dude, he's done well I'm sure a lot of you out there like you some Jason Isbell So go check out that new record, if you can't go to the Ryman He's doing, uh, he started Monday night doing this run of shows at the Ryman Auditorium And they go all week, every night It's uh, pretty dang impressive All right, a rainy, cold October 25th It's like uh, winter is coming Winter is coming, indeed. I came home from Texas, and, uh, man, starting to look like fall, early winter around here. Lots of leaves falling, lots of leaves changing colors, and uh, kind of came out of nowhere. It was hot when I left. So, uh, speaking of Texas, when we last left off last week, we did Low Budget Live from down there at Sam Rayburn the night before we uh, we really got ripping and raring with the Sealy Outdoors Big Bass Splash down there. And, yeah, you know, there was a lot of trash talk going on between me and Watson and Castledine and Josh Douglas, Keith Combs, Polly Lice was there, Um, Zell Rowland, Andy Young, Jeff Sprague, some really good guys. We had a really good time. And the first day I catch me one that weighs 4.42. That doesn't sound like a very big fish. But the first day was the biggest one out of all the pros. Ten of us out there slinging on Sam Rayburn, and I snatched me up a four, forty-two, on my good old six cents ADX, and uh, I led. I led that day. I won my hour. I weighed him in in the uh, nine to ten hour. I won five hundred cool dollars for that hour, and I led that day. Nobody caught a bigger one. Nobody got close. Fast forward to day two. It's tough. Winds blowing, big water, big waves, insanity, absolute insanity, and uh, didn't get many bites. Nobody did. Twelve thirty hour rolls around, and I'm still eating, still eating for ten grand and a really cool trophy and bragging rights amongst your buddies, you know, that are there in the last hour. Keith Combs. Mr. Sam Rayburn weighs a 446 twin 10 grand for the second year in a row. Let me repeat 446, two hundredths of an ounce. I don't even know if that classifies as a uh, drop of water. No clue. I have no clue if that even classifies as a drop of water. It may be less. But uh, either way, it sucked. Let me tell you. So instead, I get five hundred bucks, and that's it. No ten k. Drive my tire butt home, and now if you can hear me, sniffling and snuffling. Um, woke up Monday morning in Arkansas, about halfway home, sicker than a dang dog. So we're uh, we're we're low budgeting, anyways. Nose is all messed up. Got uh sinus crap, sore throat, you name it. We got it right here in this old body this week. But can't say enough about the freaking Sealies. Nicole and Donna and Bob, and I know I pumped it a lot, but uh awesome people. And uh came within a just a little bit of winning that dang thing. And and should have won it last year, had had a fish, you know, should have beat Keith last year, honestly. I lost two. Uh, good ones the second afternoon that would have beat him last year. So, looking forward to going back and doing it again. Huge announcement from those guys. And, and we talked about it on live with uh, James and I and uh, Dougie, and Mr. Castledine. Um, Bob Seeley made a huge announcement at his April tournament. He is going to have three, a $300,000 first place prize. One cast, one bass, 300 grand. Let that sink in. Where amateurs win like the pros, he's expecting 8,000 entries into it. 8,000. If you go two per boat, and I do county math and you guys all know this, that's like 4,000 boats on the water. Rayburn's a damn big lake. That's a lot of freaking boats. A lot of freaking boats. So, unbelievable. Uh, Of course, Keith Combs won't be allowed to fish that one. Because he's a professional That doesn't catch little fish So Keith Combs uh, Yeah he beat me I'm a sore loser I don't, I don't even care I wanted that one I needed that one That would have been fun uh, To pull that off Right here at the end of the year Heading into the off season uh, But I did get a text from uh, John Cozzy Old Coz up at CNO and Marine And the new Black Pearl came in the new Silver Pearl The new 520L by Ranger Boats Is in Waiting on some power Waiting on some garments Waiting on some new Vision wheels But she's raring to go She's raring to go And uh, sitting up there all pretty I posted a picture of her on Instagram If you haven't seen it Go check it out I'm proud of it It's a beautiful boat I hate to wrap the dang thing Because it's uh, So pretty I'm pretty pumped about it Pretty dang pumped about it. So, uh, out there at the Sealy deal, as I said before, I had Mr. Jeff Sprague with me. And it was announced, Jeff announced while we were there that uh, he's going Bass Pro Tour. Following the, uh, following the Gary Klaus going to Bassmaster, dropping out of MLF, and JT Kenny accepting a Color analyst position and dropping out Retiring from tour level tournament fishing Two more spots opened up Jeff Sprague announced He's one of them Accepted the Bass Pro invitation And uh, the other one Is one of my dear friends Anthony Gagliardi Gagliardi Also got an invite To the Bassmaster Elite Series And so he, uh, he said You know what Bass, you know what FLW Gags is taking His bitterness To the Bass Pro Tour And uh, Looking forward to seeing him over there Man I I, I love that dude Good dude Jeff Sprague's gonna catch him over there too Proud that uh, a couple more FLW Tour guys Got at it And you know Let's just be honest Got out of our way Got out of our way Not gonna cry about it It's gonna be an awesome year On the freaking FLW Tour With no co-anglers and lots of uh, lots of things coming down the pipeline, and I think that it's going to be truly. I think it'll be out of my four years. I feel like it's going to be the best year I've seen uh, from an organization standpoint. Everything's rocking and rolling, and it's going to be good. We lost a lot of guys. Uh, Brian Thrift's coming back. Scott Martin's coming back. My guest today is coming back. We'll save that. We'll tease. Got a little call-in guest. A big guest, I might add But we've got some guys staying And, uh, you know, Corey Johnson, Chris Johnson, the Canadians Gussie, Jeff Gustafson They're all headed to the Elite Series Clark Winlet, Brandon Cobb, head of the Elite Series Matt Airy, Scott Canterbury, head of the Elite Series We're going to miss seeing those guys around But, you know, I ain't going to cry about it That's for sure those are forcewood qualifiers every year I've been in it. So that just opened up a lot of room up there the way I see it. No offense to those guys, but wish them the best. Hope they go over there to the Elite Series and kick everybody's teeth in. Just to be completely honest, show them what FLW is about. It's a good organization. It's a tough organization. But uh, FLW did not take the hit that Bass took. Now that all the dust has settled and all the fields are set, Bassmaster definitely took it on the chin on this deal And uh, whether that was by design or not From BPT They, uh, they certainly certainly uh, haymakered them And it's going to look a lot different over there next year And it could be a struggle it could be a struggle for uh, the organization I hope not We need them We need them all But we uh, going to have to make sure they play it right That's for sure That is for sure So all the fields are set It's almost the end of October Uh, Only one more tournament coming up And that's the uh, Costa Championship next week On Gunnersville. A lot of tour level guys in that deal And that'll that'll, uh, wrap up the last Forestwood Cup spots uh, Or the Forestwood Cup Excuse me, not the last ones But the first Forestwood Cup spots For next year will come out of the Costa Championship So uh, then all that will be left is the bfl all-american the Federa- uh tbf and then the tour qualifiers for next year's cup on lake hamilton so um it's almost deer season everything's kind of winding down guys are getting in uh, less in fishing mode i'm fixing getting boat rigging mode and then uh, go back fishing fish with my dad um since i've been home and it was uh It's pretty awesome down on Pickwick right now Big smallmouth Are chomping So I'm ready to get this new ranger rigged out And and get down there and Put some time on it And uh, hopefully catch some Catch some big smallies Hopefully So all the insanity is finally freaking over I've uh, griped about it The last few weeks And it was good to go fish that Event last week And see everybody Uh, It's a little weird knowing that you're not going to see a guy that's a friend of yours like James Watson again. Maybe ever, because I feel like he's just going to, let's just be honest, he's just going to get better than me, you know. He's going to really assume the role as a celebrity now that he's on BPT. But (laughs) it's going to be weird not seeing those guys maybe until the Classic, until we're all working together uh, at the Bassmaster Classic Expo in March, so. Certainly strange, certainly strange, but it's all settling out now and and we're ready to rock and roll. Um, got a couple big things coming for next year. Uh, not gonna say what one of them is yet, but I'm working on something I'm that that's a project that I'm as excited about as anything I've ever been a part of, and it's gonna be really, 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 really cool and um uh, waiting on all the fine print details. Before I blast it out there, but I will tease it, and uh, one other sponsor deal coming down the pipeline that I'm gonna I'm gonna announce very very soon. Uh, everything else is uh, is good to go. Going to be with all the same folks, all the same look next year, except for one, and everything else uh, will remain the same. And I can't wait. Speaking of one of my sponsors, I, I want to do a little a little plug. Not two sponsor pluggy, but um, six Sense Lures uh, I filmed with those guys when I was down at Rayburn, and they just kill it and, and have some of the coolest lures out, best color schemes in my opinion. But, uh, but they are doing a subscription box that is very much like a mystery tackle box, Lucky Tackle Box, except it doesn't have junk in it. <laughs> it's got uh, six Sense Lures. So go to their website and subscribe. It is freaking cool and uh that that's something that they announced last week that I think's pretty pretty dang awesome so go check that out and while we're on sponsors as always low budget live not so live and low budget live brought to you by the fine folks at Startron and Starbright couldn't do it without them uh Startron one of the best fuel stabilizers out there uh, fuel additives that you can use I've got some recently for my diesel my Nissan diesel Uh, titan xd and of course uh, they have the ethanol fighter for your gas burners your weed eaters your uh, bass boat engines so ethanol sucks period you want to get rid of uh, any chance of it tearing up your gear especially if you got something that you know your gasoline sits in for a while like a weed eater you know mine collects dust i know that so i want to make sure i put a dab of Startron in there um you can get it basically everywhere now, Walmarts and tractor supplies and I said Walmarts. I meant that plural, not like my grandmother used to say it. God rest her soul. Walmarts. Going to the we're going to the Walmarts. Going to the Walmarts. But you can get it everywhere now. Bass Pro uh Academy. All all those good places. Um carry the uh the goods. Carry the Startron. And also the Starbright cleaning uh products. You can find those anywhere and everywhere um so there we go all right up next pretty jazzed about this um this next guy is is pretty stinking awesome he is somebody uh, you know just a hero of mine in fishing he's a really good guy and um big family man and he's somebody I'm very uh, proud to call a friend uh, that I've just really gotten to know over the last couple of years. Pretty good. And, and uh, he's pretty awesome. Let's, let's see if we can get him on the phone right now. And that's FLW Tour Pro. Freaking champ of all champs. The all-time leading money winner on the FLW Tour. David... Dudley,
2: that'd be me, man. That'd be me.
1: What's up, Bubba? What's going on, Luke? Man, I am. Uh, I'm sitting here watching it rain in Southern Tennessee, and wishing I was heading with you to Mexico.
2: Yeah, it's going to be a fun and exciting trip. I've always said I've, my my number one bucket list in bass fishing is to accomplish. And catching a, uh, a double-digit fish, I've still never broken the threshold of catching a ten-pound plus bass. Wow! So my, my personal best is nine fourteen. So, anytime you head south, you gotta always be thinking big bass, big bass, and to, and to possibly have a chance to bust a double-digit bass. During
1: the world championships, that would be that'd be awesome, dude. I can't I can't imagine that. And so, I you get asked that question all the time, just like I do. What's your PB, man? What's your PB? And I, I've never broken uh, I've never broke ten pounds myself. I've got a nine three is my biggest largemouth. And uh, so, there you go, kids out there listening. One of the greatest of all time. He hasn't caught a ten pounder. He hasn't caught a ten pounder. They don't grow on trees. Some of these guys online make it look easy, don't they? <laughs>
2: Yeah, they do. Or either they're they're a big eye and they're ten pounders. Yeah, you
1: know. or fishing or I, in ponds or something.
2: Right. I think. I think. I tell you the the big the one that I'm talking about. I was actually right there next uh, Tommy Biffle. Wow. It was a tournament, and I him bed. And I was so jacked, and I know you've done it too. So I, I knew it was a giant fish, right?
1: Yeah.
2: And yeah. I pitched in there, and she bit it first cast. And I was so jacked up, like you know, I set the hook probably like Mac, you know, King Kong, and <laughs> broke and broke the line right at the tip of my rod. Holy so cow! She had like she she had like whatever, tw- you know, twenty feet, thirty feet of line, you know, swimming around. And the funny thing is, I could see my I could see where she was at in the pencil reads because she was still staying around the bed and like figure eight in the line in the in the grass. <laughs> so Tommy Biffle was coming back towards me and she actually went back on the bed with my hook, sinker, line, and everything. I flipped in there and caught her, and and Tommy was like twenty feet from me, thirty. He goes. He goes, like, hey sir, you luckier than the dog with two, you know And I just, I'll, I'll never forget that I'll never forget That's it That's awesome, so my, man My personal best gave me two two chances and I caught And I still didn't get big fish Really? 23, 23 years on professional tour And I've only won
1: big fish one time in 23 years That's awesome that's crazy. That's a crazy stat. But you look at guys that I always think big fish are random, like really big ones. You know what I mean? I, I always like to, to think that I'm more consistent than that, and I'll take a big one. I almost won it my, the first day of my rookie year down there. Bradley Hallman beat me at Okeechobee in 16 by one ounce the first day on big bass. But that's the only time on tour in three years that I've even been in contention for the big fish. Uh, But And that was was at Okeechobee too So so tell me a little bit about I was with Watson last week uh, Which you know is always Always interesting but he was telling me A little bit about this Mexico deal You guys are going down to fish In um, the world championship Again and last year This deal was uh, In South Africa which was an awesome trip There's lots of video up from that If you guys want to go check it out but tell me a little bit about Mexico and, and, and what uh, where you guys are fishing and who all you're fishing against down there.
2: Uh, You know, the lake is – I've really never even heard of the lake, and I can't even pronounce it. It's like Cheproliro or I don't know, something well, like that. We'll call it Lake me. Tortilla. Yeah, Lake <laughs> All right, so <laughs> I, I haven't heard of this Lake Tortilla. Okay. So I'm kind of going down there in the blind, but – you know, it, it's an honor to be representing the USA. But one thing I did notice that from our trip to South Africa was when we, meaning the USA team, walked around like it. We were, we were, we were the it factor.
1: Yeah, I mean, like everybody wanted to be it. you. It's like the dream team with with Michael Jordan in the Olympics. It,
2: Exactly. Well, yeah, and and it's and what I mean by that is they really look at USA anglers, and I'm not just saying like me. No, no, I get what you you know, you know. But they really look at USA as like you know we're all Michael Jordans, or you know what I'm saying. No doubt. And I thought that was like if we, meaning the USA team, walked into the banquet hall it was like every eyes were on us like oh my gosh here's the USA team like you know so it was it was really cool to see that that of course we have many lakes you know the bass fish but how many of the other countries really look up to us you know USA anglers as you know a learning you know you know Places that they can go to learn or just watch, or they they and we have so many opportunities on so many lakes. So that was a that was a real eye opener to me to see the respect that they have for USA in general and the anglers. Well, you know? that's,
1: that's what I was going to say. Is you know I think it's like that when you go around the globe. Uh, other than you know a few countries in general that hate the United States. <laughs> Probably, right. for one reason or another, political junk, but you know the u s is revered in in whether it's in sports or media, you know what I mean, like entertainment, music, whatever they because we are we, we do have freedom over here, and we get to do a little bit more things than uh, a lot of these nations do so I, that's pretty cool, man, to hear that bass fishing falls right in there with all this other uh, all this other stuff well you you guys uh so who all will you be competing against down there in Mexico? Um, on Lake Tortilla,
2: I yeah, on Lake Tortilla. I, I have no idea. Like I hear it's uh, twenty, actually twenty three countries that are going to be here. Jeez. So I, yeah, I think it was eleven countries at, in South Africa, and to see it jump to twenty three countries this time, <laughs> like it. That's how you know fast it's growing. That's so, awesome. Yeah, we're gonna have a lot of competition, and of course they're gonna be gunning for us as much as they are Lake Tortilla.
1: Well, so do me one favor, make sure that James Watson doesn't end up in uh, mixed up with like the Mexican cartel or in in a Mexican jail somewhere. Because I'm not bailing him out. We'll just leave him down there if that happens.
2: Yeah, I, I'm a little nervous, man. When we, when we go out to dinner or we go. He is the, the the life of the party. Oh, ain't no doubt. <laughs> sometimes the life of the party can get you in a party you don't want to be in. So <laughs> we 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 might have to just like uh, uh, do a pack and say like me and Mark Rose, we're gonna we're gonna kind of be his uh, you know uh, security guards and make yeah. sure he don't get out of hand. His and, security
1: detail and, team. <laughs>
2: yeah, security detail team. That's right.
1: Oh, that's awesome, Cause, man.
2: Because you know he's going to get down there. If he don't know how to speak Spanish, you can guarantee he's going to play the role that he knows that, and he might end up talking some smack, trying <laughs> to act like he knows Spanish, and he might end up, you know, saying a, a sentence that he didn't mean to, and, and we all get robbed or, yeah. or, or mugged yeah, down there. Yeah,
1: no doubt. Yeah, I would just – I think the best plan is just to stay away from James. Just to stay might, away from James all we, the way around.
2: We might have to take an 80-pound braided line and just sew his lips up for when we get into the public and then cut it back off when we're, you know, back out there on that's the water. On,
1: that's the only prayer you got, Dudley. That's the only prayer you got.
2: 80-pound <laughs> braid, <laughs> braid might not be enough. No, nah, them jaws, jaws
1: Nope, No, get them jaws shut down. I don't think that'll even do it. Well, we all right, I, I, I talked a little bit. Before uh, before I got you on about all this craziness and I and I've been talking about it the last few podcasts because you know it's the definitely the craziest off season we've ever seen. I know for me I have been following the sport of bass fishing and then of course involved with it professionally for a while now and this is the craziest off season I've ever seen. I hope it's the craziest off season I ever see because it's yeah. just been so nuts and people jumping ship and and people moving all around and different. Different guys going to be at different places, but you you posted a video last week uh, of your decision. So you got an, a Bassmaster Elite Series invite, and yep. and your decision was to stay at FLW, which I'm super pumped about that. Uh, I I can't wait for next year. But so tell me a little bit. You know, I, I know there are lots of factors, man, between sponsors and family. And, and uh, you know, just loyalty and different things in the sport. But what was your – what do you feel like was your main decision that made you say, you know what, I, I'm going to stay at FLW. I've, I've done the Bassmaster thing before. You fished some opens recently. I know you've made the classic. You've done that stuff. I'm just going to stay at FLW. Uh, what was the deciding factor in that?
2: You know, I – I can agree with everything that you said right there. You know, the three topics that you said and probably could add a lot more. And I, I think the biggest, you know, there's not like one main key. You know, is that, that's why I can agree with everything you said. It's not like, okay, only because of sponsors I stayed. Well, you know, sponsors played a little bit. And then loyalty paid a little bit. And then, you know, there's a lot of factors that I had to consider, you know. And, And when I started to weigh them out, I mean, FLW is truly where I got my career started. And it was years ago back in the days of red man i mean that's how long ago it was right when it used to be called the red man me too too. and the red man golden blend tournaments and that's where i originally started fishing and then of course now they're called the bfls but then i i went to bass for a while i uh, fished the invitationals qualified for the You know, they used to be called BP Top 100, which is, you know, it's kind of the same thing as the Elite. Elite Right, right. Yeah, and then I fished that for a few years, fished a classic, and then FLW is, you know, they came in and shook up the industry, you know, years ago. Yeah, they did. Kind of like
1: Bass Pro Tour just did, right? I mean, back then for younger guys that may not know, like FLW was that bowling ball that dropped out of the sky – on a bunch of people Especially when Erwin Jacobs got involved
2: Yeah It Shook did Shook the game and, up Well Think about this game We all know Bassmasters Is like The The godfather Of professional tours That's where it I started mean, where, Right That's where yeah, it started. Where, I mean It's It's They They came out And Forever ago So We know that and, and I can't take that Away from them And, and with Ray Scott What he pioneered Through Bassmasters Pretty much, we wouldn't be where we are today without Absolutely. him. Absolutely, but shakeups—I've always said shakeups are good. They are shakeups are good. And FLW years ago, I mean, I had just won a BP Top One Hundred, and I think I won forty thousand dollars.
1: Wow! And
2: then within two years, FL or a couple years later, FLW comes out and says, "Hey." If you guys want to fish a true professional tour and we're going to pay you good, how does this sound? $125,000. <laughs> then, then we're going to add two, um, you know, higher class tournaments and we're going to pay you 250000 of the tournament. So, you know, call it jump and ship, call it whatever, you're going to... You, you know, when you go from a forty thousand dollar tournament win to a hundred thousand tournament win and two hundred and fifty thousand tournament win, uh, let me think hard and, and and about that. Yeah, I know where I'm taking my career.
1: And then they but, had the, what the Ranger M one, where you want then, you won big. Yep,
2: yep. And then years later, they you know uh, figured out a system and and just trying new things and innovative. And that's what I love about FLW. You can't just Every time something looks, there might be a patch of green grass that is greener on the other side. But if you look at the overall lawn and you look at, you know, the whole lawn in a spectrum, is there greener grass on the other side on a little bit of here, a little bit of that? I don't, I'm not jumping ship because I might agree with one thing. If you look at the overall picture and I look at the overall picture what FLW has done for me, has done for you, and has done for a lot of people, FLW has pioneered and has given me a chance to make my living and pay for my bills through a game that we all love. That's right. Casting a line for a fish, and, and that's in, awesome.
1: And, and just FLW winning, just so in case there's some guy that lives in a cave that listens to low-budget live, not-so-live, that doesn't realize – you have won from FLW $3,613,409 from FLW. <laughs> that, for, for a guy that's sitting on like 90000 in career earnings in three years, I just can't wrap my head around that number, man. Uh, and I know you yeah. had a couple big licks in there, but, dude, that, what an awesome, awesome career. But I, I agree with everything you say. FLW's got the BFLs that get you started. They got the Costa series. It's a proven ground. And now they got the tour, strict, you know, more strict qualifying regiment going forward, going into 2020 after this season. And then, um, you know, they – the angler spoke and they listened to no co-anglers. So, yep. you know, next year is going to have a totally different look on tour. Um you know, you, got, you were on an angler's council there, I know, that was made up of a few guys, and, and a lot of them are, are no longer with us. You know, they, they, they took other opportunities. But, man, I, I'm proud you stayed. I'm proud I'm staying. There's a lot of other good guys that are staying, Scott Martin and Brian Thrift. Uh, we're all going to have fun trying to chase them down for Angler of the Year, but I think that uh, it can be done. It can dang yeah. sure be done, you know. If anybody can do it, you can do it, and I'll just watch and clap. i'm hoping i can do it but somebody's gonna have to pull thrift's plug out of his boat every tournament if i'm gonna do it i think the way i the way last year went you know but um but dude i I think it's gonna be good that's what i I, i've told several people i'm i'm really excited about flw next year um totally totally switching gears dude i'm seeing all over the place david dudley youtube sensation
2: yeah, I don't know about a sensation. That's why I got on there, rookie YouTuber. Yeah, you know? and I, I truly. But you're am. doing it,
1: dude. You're doing it.
2: Hey, I'm I'm trying to to get it out there, and and, and you know as things evolve, like kind of I've been in this game a, a long while, and we and not just speaking of the fish, you know, fishing world. I'm just talking in general like cable TV is going away and, you know, you're getting to all these streaming and now you have the YouTube world is just exploding. Like, and I know for in, in in my world that if I got to change with the times, okay. And I got to change with what's happening is I know to work for my sponsors even more, That I've got to create an avenue that I can expose them more and expose who I am. Brand, you know, it's all about branding. So I have absolutely jumped into this YouTube world. I am a total rookie. I will not deny it. I am. I'm just kind of winging it as I go, but I'm having a blast doing it. Oh, it looks like it,
1: and it comes across in your videos. I know you're having fun. It's a new world for you.
2: Yeah, it, it. It. No doubt, it is. I'm. I'm not your Scott Martin you know sensation who is on youtube has got a crazy amount of followers but i started about 7 weeks ago or 8 weeks ago and you know i've been growing you know in my my mind i've been growing pretty good so far i'm you know but i'm having fun we're going to be i'm going to be putting out the you know turn you know covering all the tournament videos i have fun doing Fishing around the house videos, I have fun doing hunting videos. We're actually going coon hunting tonight. Yeah, I'm recording. I'm putting a GoPro on my dog tonight, and we're gonna we're gonna video a coon hunt tonight. <laughs> and we did it. We did a test run the other night, and I'm telling you right now, it is so addicting. Like literally, as the dog was running through the woods. It sounded like the Fortnite, like when they when you're running through on that video game, and, they run, and they're like, yeah. And then all of a sudden, you can watch what the dog does, and I put a spotlight on his top of his head, so he's look as he's running through the words. You're seeing, you know, a lot of what he's doing, and all That's of a sudden awesome. when that. Yeah, when that dog strikes and you hear him go off and then you see him get to the tree, it's gonna make a good video. I can't wait to, you
1: know, put one out. Well, I, I actually wrote that on my list here of topics for you, but you're a coon hunting fool, man. You I love am. it. You you I love am. it. We've talked about that. I post a picture of a daggum raccoon at my deer feeder one time here at my house and you're like, How far are you from Douglas Lake? Like you want to take care of some raccoons.
2: Oh, yeah, it, and you know, everybody has, a, you just like you, you travel, your world, our world is fishing, you, That's you know, right. whether it's dealing with sponsors, business, but coon hunting to me, okay, is nothing but a deep sigh, a deep breath, and it's, all it is, is every night I'll have my truck full of kids and, you know, adults, and we will go out, and it's just as me and you are carrying on a conversation, that's all we're doing. We're exercising and it's just a deep breath. That's all it that's is awesome. to me. And, and I think that's, you know, of course, do I love listening to the dogs? Do I love, you know, when we actually get the, you know, we them we kill them. I like rewarding the dogs. My kids have a good time. Everybody's smiling, laughing. It's just a, Toon is a is a uh, basically an outdoors outing that people can enjoy company. We don't have to be quiet. We don't have to be hush hush. It's just you know we. I've had people out there in the woods before that you know at times when we when it's been me and another guy or you know they've broken down whether they're talking about family problems or you know whatever it is it's just something about getting out in the woods at night exercising walking through the woods and it's it's uh it's a deep breath for
1: me that's awesome what is the what's the craziest thing bumping around out there in the night so i've only been coon hunting a couple of times i'm too scared of the dark for all that business but what's the craziest thing you've ever came up on coon hunting oh craziest God. thing they you've done this for well, years and
2: years and years and years and I, I know I've I've had I've had them jump down on me. I've climbed up raccoon, in the raccoon. You've had raccoons.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I've, I've climbed Knock up Knock him in out, the John. And they've they've come out. They've you know come down the limb and got on me. But probably Jeez. the 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 worst uh, uh, the, the damage that's ever happened to me was I was training a puppy. We knocked this coon out. Right. He yeah. hit the ground. I thought he was dead, right? So I walk over there and, and I and I tied the older dogs back. And so what you do is you take a coon and throw him up in the fork of a tree and the young puppy learns how to tree. So if you don't okay. know what tree is, it's where the dog just continually barks at a you know, yeah. one spot at the tree. So I took the coon and swung him up in the tree, in the fork of the tree, and he kind of kept falling down a little bit and falling down. It wasn't that good of a fork. So I swung him up, and I almost had him, but he won't balance quite right. And I took my hand up there, and I put it on his head, but little did I know that he was still alive. And my pinky went up into his mouth, and I didn't know it because it was cold that night. My hands were freezing. So I put it up there, and I was trying to balance him, and all of a sudden this sharp pain come in my finger. And the next next thing, you know, of course, when you feel pain, your next reaction is to jerk, right? Yeah. So I felt pain, and when I jerked it out, my whole pinky uh, just opened up like a bottle cap. I mean, split it wide, slow Oh, my open. gosh. I reckon that explains why I foam in the mouth every time I get
1: upset, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I've noticed that about you. <laughs> I
2: just I've just noticed kidding, that no, about he you. Did. It, it Dang my, it. It ripped my finger wide open. Needless to say, he didn't live another 30 seconds after I figured out what he'd done to
1: me. I, I bet. I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Well, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the off season for you is going to be some deer hunting with the kids, I'm sure, and some coon hunting then. That's well, what off season looks like, say, which we got a short off season this year.
2: Yeah, when you say some, let me let me clarify what some is. <laughs> some is 30, at least 30 if not 45 hours a week I hunt. That's I mean, awesome. It's a full, now, now, the cool. I do have five kids, and you got a yep. lot of kids yourself. i got and, five,
1: too. Yep.
2: But when I say I hunt, in the mornings, a lot of times, my kids now, I, I, did, I didn't have two bows. I can't even go bow hunting because all my kids are old enough to go, and every time I wake up in the morning, they've already grabbed the bow, and they're out there in the tree stands before I even. So I haven't even hardly deer hunted this year because my kids keep stealing my bows. but the good thing about you know deer hunting and coon hunting deer hunting i'll hunt and come back right before they get to school and then when they when they're back in school i'll hunt you know two hours before they go and two hours after but at night is when we get you know loads of kids in the truck and we just out there so yeah i hunt a
1: minimum of 30 to 45 hours a week that's awesome that is awesome well, dude, I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you calling in, and I appreciate uh, I appreciate being buddies with David Dudley. That's what I said before this, dude. You, you for for me, I, I'm 35 years old, and David Dudley's always been one of those guys I've looked up to in fishing and, and getting to know you over the last couple of years has been awesome, man. And uh, looking forward to to even more fun this year on tour. And uh, yeah. tell tell everybody. Where they can uh, All your social media stuff And your YouTube channel Tell them where they can find that stuff
2: Yeah Well my YouTube channel is My name Just David Dudley And My Instagram Is David Dudley Fish And of course uh, Facebook is uh, You know David Dudley
1: So
2: right, Luke I I have enjoyed The last few years And I know a lot of people Are getting to know you you just as much as me in this fishing world. And one great thing about Luke, and as, as all you listeners know, it's always entertaining and fun. <laughs> when you can get around somebody, and we can all agree on this, every time you get around Luke, it's just like you can't help it, but a smile just grows on your face. And
1: Man, can you tell like, my wife that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's like you gravitate towards... Uh, anybody who can bring joy in your life, so, well, yeah, I appreciate it. It has dude. been an awesome couple years getting to know you, and I'm sure we got a lot more. Heck yeah, you know, we do. Enjoy each other. So. Heck
1: yeah, buddy. Well, you go uh, go win one for USA down there in Mexico, and uh, you guys be safe down there. All
2: right, yeah. I'm going to try to find some unbottled water when I get there. No First doubt. Thing do, just where's a river or a creek? I'm thirsty. I want to go drink <laughs> some water. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just roll the dice, right out of the giddy. <laughs> right, yeah.
2: Just, just, just go in there and find some good bacteria, <laughs> some water somewhere, and just drink it up.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, Bubba, oh, you be safe. Right, you be right, safe man. heading down there, and and uh, take you some Imodium with you just in case you find that bacteria. I know. And we're gonna I'm talk after thing. you get back from Mexico. We're gonna do another low budget live. I gotta hear this. All right, buddy. All right, dude. All right, see you, Dudley. All right. The man, the myth, the Dudley. Right there. That's my dude. Uh, David Dudley's a good one. If you don't go follow him, go follow all of his his social media handles, his YouTube, and uh, good dang dude, incredible fisherman, and uh, awesome, awesome ambassador for the sport. All right, question time. So uh, I threw it out there on Instagram. I like to end every show with a few questions. And I got some good ones. I got some I can say online. I got some that I can't. <laughs> so I always get some interesting ones. Uh, Brad Knight sent me some good ones this week. But uh, gonna gonna jump on a fishing question. So D farms, Dustin on Instagram at DD Farms, wanted to know uh, what equipment. For throwing small swim baits, rods, and actions. Well, uh, I'm assuming he's talking about, you know, a little four-inch zoom swimmer or some of the smaller Kytec style, probably, uh, you know, three-threes, three-eighths, two-eighths. If I go to like a uh, a little small Kytec, which is like a grub on a little ball head, I throw that on a spinning rod. I throw it on an Eagle Claw uh, drop shot rod, little fast tip on there, and uh, like eight-pound fluoro, you know six pound fluoro if it's super clear uh and then when i step up into those three threes and three eights i'll actually throw them eagle call has a rod uh and the skeet Reese double trigger called a the finesse worm and it's almost like a medium light or a uh or or a medium action you know that's a little seven footer and i'll spool that thing up depending anywhere from eight pound line to 12 pound line i, I want as big a line as i can get away with on those things but you know depending on where we're at the conditions uh the water color, the kind of day you know if it's a bright bluebird day in gin clear water you know i'm gonna go the lighter uh, i can get away with but i like that real fast tip because those fish get that bait they just load up on it and you're using a light wire hook a lot of times light wire little swim bait head like a little ball head uh eagle calls making a trocar tungsten ball head now little lightweight uh Pro-V hook in it, and they got it, you know, once they get it, you don't have to drop the hammer on them, they got it, and it, it'll be in there good, so that that's my setup on that, Dustin, thank you so much for the question, uh, Ethan Martin had another question, what is the best fall lure, uh, and, I, and I'm going to use, a, I'm going to drop a broad one on you, Ethan, but for me and my style it's always, always, always a topwater, uh, whether that's a six Sense Dogma, a six Sense Mag Dog, or like a Whopper Plopper or a buzz bait. One of those is always in my hand. I change sizes depending on the bait fish that the fish are feeding on. So that old cliche saying, match the hatch, I certainly, uh, certainly do that a lot. Match the hatch That's That's important And I'll change My size top wires I'll change You know uh, Based on the day Based on the conditions Based on the lake But uh, Something along those lines Is, is uh, generally What I'm using Thank you for your question sir Thank you so much And the last one Is a very interesting one So it's been the Bassmaster Classic Bracket Week over at uh, Carter's Lake, final three Bassmaster Classic spots will be uh, will be given out over there. Supposed to be a sixteen man field, and Greg Hackney didn't show up, so it was only fifteen guys to start with. And I know Greg pretty well, and I thought that was odd. And I, I heard that he just basically said he wasn't going. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on between anglers and bass. I don't. I don't, uh, but he didn't show till he had 15 guys, and uh, you know, I don't know what he's got going on or what they got going on, but that kind of sucked, you know, one of the biggest names in the sport didn't fish, so whatever's going on one way or the other, um, some fans got to miss out on seeing Hackney fish live on that lake where they're catching like four apiece, it's brutal, it is brutally tough, clear water spotted bass lake over there outside of Atlanta, north of Atlanta, up in the mountains. But LJ, Georgia, I believe. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that was from KC Tellus. Uh, wanted to know if he, you know, if if Hackney just snubbed it. I, I'm not sure. I, I can't speak for, for Greg. Um, you know, maybe had another uh, engagement and just decided to just say the heck with it. He wasn't going to go. I, I don't know, because he's going to BPT. Everything's changing he wasn't worried about it I'm not sure I know for me it was like when the Randy Haynes thing shook out And guys uh, you know Randy quit During the uh, final Day there third day at Kentucky Lake You know we all have a responsibility to our sponsors Pay us money And to our fans that want To see us out there and uh, I'm sure if Greg if there was any way He could have been there you know, I'm sure he had something come up Because Greg lives to compete And the Classic is one of the biggest tournaments out there So, not sure what's going on with that, KC And then he had a, it was a two-part question And I can't really answer this one either Because I don't know the details But he's, he's asking, will Bass allow, Bassmaster Allow the winner of the 2019 Classic To return and fish the Classic in 2020? Because, you know, you get an automatic bid but what if the winner of that is someone from the Bass Pro Tour? What if? What if Kevin Van Dam wins and he's, he's left for the, you know, the BPT? Or does Keith Reese wins? He's already left for the BPT. Ike and Who knows? Um, I know the first day of the coverage over there at uh, Carter's Lake when they had 15 guys before it broke into the bracket style. They dang sure uh, didn't feature many BPT guys. It was all the guys coming back. And you know what? I don't blame them. They get to pick what they air. But uh, now they've been giving those guys love in the bracket rounds that are leaving. Skeet Reese, Mike McClellan, some of those guys. But uh, very interesting. Very interesting. And they've had some uh, color commentary, guys. Matt Heron and Kelly J doing some commentary. So different, different 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 cast of characters at Bassmaster And uh, and a few more coming For 2019 from the FLW Tour So we'll see how all this crap shakes out As always, I appreciate you For listening um, Go support the people that support the industry Like Star, Bright, Startron, Sixth Sense TH Marine uh, Eagle Claw Fishing go, go give those people a, uh, Ranger Boats uh, Go check those people out you know, we, we couldn't be out here. If you like this at all, uh, you know, make sure you support the folks that support the people you like. And uh, I greatly appreciate it. Um, slowly but surely, we're growing. Low budget live, not so live. We're going to keep them rocking. May go live next week. I'll uh, have an update on whether or not it will be a not so live or a live next week with somebody. I got a, I got an angler wanting to come on and do a, uh, do a live to make an announcement. Hmm. To make an announcement, so we shall. Uh, it's a good friend of mine. So we shall see. Until next week. Take it easy. Listen to some dang good music and uh, take care of each other out there. Winter is coming, and it's cold. If you're going deer hunting this weekend, kill a deer. You're just sitting around watching football. drinking a beer. Hey, I run. See you next week. Thank you. From the sky to the highway, straight as it could be.
0: that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life.
2: Yeah, baby. 6'8 Western. I'll be over there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night
0: from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.